Today, we're going to talk about writer's block, why you get it, what to do about it, how to overcome it. Plus, we're going to talk about some of my anger management issues. All that and more ahead on today's episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. Hey guys, and welcome back to a new episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. It is really good to have you here. While you're here, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, please take a couple of minutes, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, to actually leave us a written review. It goes a long way and it helps keeps us in the Apple Top 200 podcast. So if you're there, please do that. I would also love to have you a member of my inner circle. To do that, visit thestevefreeman.com, enter your email address, and you get some cool stuff from me. I try not to bug you too often, but I do want to send you some stuff that I I don't have time to get to on the podcast or in the YouTube videos. Plus, you get some really cool stuff that's coming up that only members of my inner circle are going to have access to. So you, if you're not a member already, go to thestevefreeman.com and sign up. Also, we are currently about to launch lesson three of the Artist Development Masterclass. If you have not signed up, and you want to take the masterclass while it's still free, all you have to do is, again, go to my website, thestevefreeman.com, and click on the link to get the class now, get the course now. Um, It's totally free for a limited time, probably till February. So if you register before then, you're going to get to take the Artist Development Masterclass for free. We're getting a lot of good feedback, a lot of good comments. People are really enjoying the the masterclass, enjoying the lessons, and that makes me really happy. So if you want to grow your career as an artist, songwriter, producer, engineer, music business professional, take this artist development masterclass. Um, I will tell you this, it's not the same bullshit that you hear from everybody else, right? This is my approach to it, a real world, truthful realistic approach to growing your career in the modern music business. And for a limited time, it's absolutely free. Go to thestevefreeman.com, register, set up your login credentials, and you can take the Artist Development Masterclass for free. Again, go to thestevefreeman.com. All right, let's jump into today's topic or topics, I guess. I had somebody email me a question last week and I thought, you know what, this would probably be a good episode of the podcast. And that is talking about writer's block. I got an email. They're like, hey, Steve, how do I deal with writer's block? It's like I I don't have any good ideas. Um, I, I, I just can't seem to, to break through the wall. And like I said, I thought, well, you know what? This is a really good episode for the podcast because I know a lot of us deal with writer's block. Um, if I'm being completely honest with you, I've been dealing with it for about two years. I literally, I have written, I think I've written one song in the last year and a half, maybe two songs in the last, you know, two years. Um, so, I mean, this is a topic that is at the moment, you know, pretty close to my heart, but I think I know the answer to it. Plus I want to give you some reasons and some answers that some other professionals 
um, have put out there as to how they deal with writer's block. And this is both other songwriters, but also authors and people, you know, people that blog, people that write for newspapers and magazines, um, kind of a collective idea. But where I want to start is why do we get writer's block to begin with? Now, I could theorize a bunch of different reasons as to why we get writer's block, but I'm going to talk about it more from my perspective, more from my experience. You know, I've heard people say that timing's an issue, uh, fear, perfectionism. You know, we're worried that we we get writer's block because we are are fearful that what we're writing is not going to be perfect. I don't know that I necessarily buy any into any of that, in all honesty. I just, I believe that sometimes writer's block comes because of very simple forms, and that is, I think we can be totally worn out. I know that I reached a point where I had written so much and was writing so often, writing every day, that it's just, it was impossible for me to write what I considered to be good stuff, good material, good songs. And I'm not talking about perfectionism. I'm just talking about getting to a point where you do it so often that it gets so mundane that you just really don't want to do it. And I think that's an important part that you don't hear from a lot of people, but you will hear from me. It is okay to not write. It's okay to not want to write. I think so many of us, no matter if it's songwriting, if it's producing, if it's your artist career, if it's building your business, if it's trying to grow your social media, we get so focused on these things that we make them jobs. And if we're all being really honest and sincere with ourselves, we turn all of these different efforts into full-time jobs. I don't know about you guys, but I, I know for me, the last six eight months, it's like the moment that I, my eyes wake in the morning and they open in the morning and my first thoughts, I am just absolutely teetotally flooded with what am I going to post on social media today? What about today's uh, episode of the podcast? I've got to record that. Uh, What about this over here? I've got to do this for an artist I'm producing. And, and And it's hard to start your day that way. I mean, I'm getting used to it. Like I said, it's happened for the better part of the last year. But our minds are so full of all of these different full-time jobs that we have placed on ourselves. And I know for many of you listening to this podcast, you have an actual real full-time job. You you have a day job. All, All of this other is trying to get you to a point where your songwriting or your artist career or or your side hustle or the business you're trying to grow, you're trying to get that to be your full-time thing, but it's not there yet. But in the pursuit of trying to get that, like I said, we create all these many and multiple full-time jobs for ourselves. And I think especially when it comes to writer's block, that's kind of the first step is we have all of these other conditions that we place on ourselves that start to take priority. And a lot of times I know for me, the incidentals that surround my life and surround my career they tend up to take up so much more prominence in my day, in my mind, in my thoughts, and in my efforts than the actual work does. I think so much and prepare so much to do this podcast that I sit out and it's, what, 20 or 30 minutes once or twice a week 
but I swear to God, it takes up three days of mental capacity in my mind. And, and that's the actual work. But like I said, I've, I have made the thinking about it, the planning of it, the, the strategic part of it, the posting on social media, the chopping up into 10 to 15 second segments to put to promote the podcast on social media. All that starts to consume me and it gets me to the point where it's like, fuck, I don't even want to do the podcast. Because we place so much importance on the other things instead of the actual work. So when you start to get writer's block, maybe it's okay just not to write. That goes against everything that I've read. It goes against everything I've heard people say. Because everybody, the, the one thing I keep saying is that people, it's like a brick wall. Just keep hammering on that wall and you'll chip away at the writer's block and you'll chip away at it until you finally get through it. Guys, I'm here to tell you if whatever it is that you're doing is that and, and, and that is what you're facing, it is, it's a wall that you have to get up every day and keep chipping away at. I think maybe we're doing the wrong thing. It's okay to take a break. That's how I deal with writer's block is I just go, okay, I'm not going to write. If something gets to the point where it so overwhelms you and it places such a dampening cloud on your spirit and your motivation and your passion, I say that's something you've got to walk away from, even if it's just for a little while. Now, there are some temporary things that you can do that are, you know, creative solutions to writer's block. I'll tell you how I tend to snap out of mine in just a second. But here is a collection of things that people have talked about that help you work through your creative constipation, if you will. Go for a walk. I'm not a big walker. Uh, eliminate distractions. Boy, if we could only master eliminating distractions, we could conquer the world. Do something to get your blood flowing, like running or jogging. I hate running and I hate jogging. And I, I don't know that either one of those would ever get me out of my writer's block. Change your environment. Read a book. Listen to other music. Brew some coffee. Create a routine. Spend time with someone who makes you feel good. Call an old friend. Brainstorm ideas and bullet points. Sure, some of these things could probably help, and who knows, everybody's different. Everybody is an individual, and some of those things may hurt. They may help. However, what I tend to do, like I said, is step away. Step away from the process to allow some freedom into my mind. Now, I know you're sitting there and you're saying, Steve, that is a hell of a lot easier said than done. And it is. If you're like me, your brain runs a million miles a minute and there's just about hardly nothing or anything you can do to get that process to stop. That's why I think I love gaming so much. When I sit down and play video games, uh, it's about the only thing I can do that takes up so much space and creativity in my brain and thought process that I, I can't fill it with anything else. So maybe it, it, you need to, instead of trying to find all these different ways to help or eliminate the writer's block, maybe find other things that you're interested in that can take your mind off and your focus off of quote unquote writer's block. 
I talked in a, a video a while back a little bit about this and in my process, I shared a little bit of my process. And my process is changing my scenery. There was one of those ideas somebody had written that was change your environment, but, and, and that's kind of the same thing. But I like to step away and change the scenery. Try to do some things that I wouldn't normally do. Eat at a restaurant that I wouldn't normally eat at. Uh, go to a store that I wouldn't normally go to. Encounter different things that are not a part of your normal every day. When you do that, you open yourself up to new experiences. And I think that's how you break through writer's block. I think it is more about experiencing something new than it is trying to rekindle a flame or an excitement or a passion for something that has just gotten way too mundane, too much order. I'm really funny in that way. It's like on one hand, I hate structure and I hate order. And on the other hand, when it gets out of whatever order and structure I've put it in, I get super frustrated. I do that with my family all the time. If, if I'm told we're going here at 930 and then we're supposed to be here at 11 and then we're going to be home by 145. When, when somebody says that to me, that is the fucking schedule and there's no breaking it. If something gets interjected into that schedule, I come unglued. <laughs> but on the other hand, I absolutely hate structure. And if you were in my studio right now and looking around, you would see that I hate structure. It's an absolute mess in here. But that's kind of my process. And when I start to deal with getting overwhelmed, which is what I think writer's block really is, I think it is complete overwhelm. And, and just like a computer, when you ask it to do too many things and you have too many processes running in your task manager, your computer slows down, it bogs down, and sometimes it completely shuts down. And I think that's a natural mental process for our, for our thinking. And I guess one of the things I want to talk with you about is stop trying to get through your writer's block. Let it happen. I think it is your brain, which is your body's supercomputer. I think it's your, your, your brain's way of saying, hey, slow down for just a second. We've got way too much going on up here. We can't prioritize it. You've stuffed, you've stuffed us too full. We need a break. And meanwhile, we just keep tapping things on our keyboard and we keep trying to make our computer do more and more and more and more and more and more, and more until it finally shuts down. It's okay to admit that you're trying to do too much. It's okay to admit to yourself, I need to step away from this for just a little bit. Sure, some of these other things might work, but I don't feel that, that your way through writer's block or overcoming your natural computer shutdown mode. I don't think you do that by continuing to do the thing that you're doing. You cannot write your way out of writer's block. You're not going to get there by wallowing in self-pity either. You're not going to overcome writer's block by procrastinating or making excuses about it. You're not going to overcome it by watching TV. And you're not going to overcome it by listening to somebody like me tell you how to overcome it. I think the, the, the process is different for everybody. But I know for me that sometimes just saying, you know what, Steve, walk away. 
walk away and let things settle down. We're scared to death to do that because we feel that if we jump off the merry-go-round, it's going to stop turning. If we stop just a second climbing up that mountain, that other people are going to pass us. When we need to realize there's a lot of other people on this merry-go-round with us, and there's a lot of people that are on our same path and climbing that same mountain, they too are going to find and reach a point that they have to stop too. Nobody can go 100 miles an hour all the time. It's important in our bodies and our brains, we need those moments to recuperate. That's why we sleep, because our bodies cannot handle just staying awake and going for hours and days and days on end. We have to recharge our batteries. And like I said, your brain is your supercomputer, and it needs to rest as well. Every once in a while, it's okay to put it to sleep. Like I said, we're so afraid to do that because we're afraid that it takes us further away from our objective. I would argue that that is actually not true and that when we do take moments of rest and we do step away, things become a little bit more clear. We can see them from a different vantage point that we've not been able to see them in the past. And sometimes a fresh perspective, a new outlook, looking at something from a completely different direction is gonna be the thing that takes us to the next place. It's going to lead to the next great idea. So don't put so much stress on yourself that I have to write a song or I have to do this, I have to do that. Your best work is going to come when you're rested. Your best songs are going to come when you've got great ideas that come from fresh perspectives and a different outlook on various subjects, no matter what it is that you want to write about. Somebody posted something on uh, Instagram the other day, and I didn't want to sound like an asshole, but I I read, you know, what they were talking about, and I I wanted to leave a comment. They were talking about rhyming dictionaries, and this guy posted on there, what do you guys think about rhyming dictionaries? Do you use them? Do you not use them? And and I made a comment, and I tried to make it as non-assholish as humanly possible, and I said, look, I want to make my comment, but I want to say that I'm not saying anything bad about people who use rhyming dictionaries. I don't use rhyming dictionaries and I never have and I don't own one because I would rather the words and the ideas come from my experience and my inspiration than a book. And I think that plays into exactly what we're talking about today. And that is your songs, your business, Whatever it is that you're trying to grow and that you're putting all of this hard work into, I think it's okay to step away. Forget about writer's block. Forget about advancement block or hustling. Forget about all of that and just step away for a few minutes and allow yourself to see things from a different perspective. Allow your computer to reset, restart, clear everything out of your task manager and start fresh. That's what I do. I don't know if that will work for you, but I would encourage you to try it. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. Stop trying to put so much pressure on yourself that you inevitably shut down and you encounter writer's block. 
Sometimes we should just consider writer's block to be what it is, and that is a barricade in the road that tells us we're heading in the wrong direction and we need to go back the other way. Maybe it's just that simple. So find something that works for you. But I think in order to find that is the overall theme of what I wanted to talk about today, and that is stepping away. If you want to overcome writer's block, stop writing. Stop thinking about writing. Stop trying to force yourself to come up with great ideas. Just step away. Focus on something else for, and I'm not saying this has to be six months or a year. I'm not saying you have to be like me. I'm just saying step away for a day. Say, you know what? Tomorrow, I'm not thinking about this. I'm not trying to do it. I'm not trying to attempt it. I'm just going to give myself an opportunity to press the reset button and just sort of slow down. And you've got to be at a place with yourself that you're comfortable in doing that and giving yourself that permission. You're the only one that can. So don't be your own slave master. Don't hold yourself to unrealistic expectations. Give yourself the best chance to succeed. Only you have that power. So I'm hoping that maybe that will help some of you. Now, I want to talk about how maybe some of you can help me. I'm trying something. I am really trying something. I I don't know what it is with me over the last, I don't know, maybe six months or a year. But people just piss me the fuck off. I mean, I'm going to be real honest with you guys here about something. There are YouTube channels that I follow just because I hate the person on the YouTube channel. I, it sounds crazy. Do you guys have any of that? Like, it, I, it's like there are times when it's just like people just, I, I don't know. I guess I have anger management issues. I don't know what it is. There are just some people. I went to a, a Christmas party last night and everybody there just was as nice as they could possibly be. And there was this one guy and he's just a douchebag. And it's like, I don't know if I walk into every room and I'm like, all right, I got to find one person that I just don't like. But it seems to happen more and more these days. And I don't know if I'm if, if I'm just the only one, but I'm trying to work on that and get better with it. I, I've, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, but if I was going to make one, that's what it is. It's like, I don't know why we do that as people. It's, it's, it's almost like I think we have all of this pent up frustration about things that aren't going our way or that that aren't working out exactly the way that we want to. And we, we need to displace those onto somebody. <laughs> So my New Year's resolution, if I were going to make one, even though I don't believe in them, would be to try to work on my anger management issues. Because it's like I said, I don't know why, but it's I, I have people that I absolutely love to hate. And, and hate's a strong word, and I don't want to hate anybody. I know why some of these people bug the absolute shit out of me. I, I understand it. And there's one guy on YouTube I swear to God, it's like, I, I just I just want to grab a, a Nerf soft bat and beat this guy over the head. I, I, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be that way, and I'm probably sharing way too much information. But I just think at some point, I know for me, that I'm going to try to do better in this coming year of being a little more open-minded, a little less 
rush to judgment on people, a little less hating on people. And look, I do this privately. I don't really talk about this publicly at all because it's not popular to talk about. But I I wanted to bring it up because if any of you guys are dealing with this, send me an email or shoot me a DM on on Instagram or Facebook. And, and it's like, I was thinking, I was driving down the road and I was realizing just how angry I tend to get at certain people. And I'm trying to figure out what the reason for that is exactly. And then you start thinking, am I the only one that kind of does this? It's like, I just have, I mean, there are, I have songs that I hate that it's like when I get in a certain mood, I, I want to be even madder than what I am. So I'll play that song or I will certainly turn on this dipshit on YouTube and I get enraged. But anyway, just something I'm dealing with and I wanted to put it out there for you guys. And I know we've all got these little quirky things and I want to explore these on the podcast over the next year. Just little things that make us individuals and the little things that tend to take up space in our life and occupy some dark corner of our mind that I think if we talked about and we got out in the open and we we let them be exposed to oxygen and air, we might actually get better with them and then they would take up less space in our life. So if you deal with anger management issues, I started to give a 1-800 number there, but there's no such 1-800 number. But anyway, shoot me a message and let me know. I just, I was driving, like I said, I was driving down the road the other day and I was having this thought and it's like, I wonder if uh, other people do this. It's like, there are times when we intentionally just want to be mad. And again, I think that's our supercomputer brain's way of going, okay, we've got to flush stuff out and we've got to get things out. Unfortunately, this is how I do it because I have a platform and a lot of listeners. And so I dump all this on you guys. So what I'm saying is feel free to dump it right back on me. Shoot me a DM, shoot me an email and, uh, and let me know some of these weird little things that you guys deal with. Well, I think that's going to just about wrap it up for this episode of the Steve Freeman podcast. I want to tell you as we wrap this year up, just a couple of weeks left, I am so grateful for you guys. Thank you for what you've done for this podcast. Being a part of Apple's Top 200 uh, is amazing, and it's all thanks to you guys and what you do for being here every single week, for sharing the podcast, listening to it, watching it on YouTube. You guys are the absolute best. We are going to have a bigger and better year than ever coming up in 2020. So many amazing and great things are planned. I can't wait to share them with you. We're also going to start this new thing in January where we're not only going to start featuring your reviews that you leave on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, we're going to start giving away a $100 gift certificate. We're going to pick somebody every month and give away a $100 Amazon uh, gift card to somebody that leaves a review on Apple Podcast or iTunes. So a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of guests are planned. Uh, James Otto is going to be here. Billy Falcon's going to be here. And it's just going to be a blast. I'm so looking forward to 2020. And I'm looking forward to being here even more often with you guys. So don't forget to leave that review. Leave us five stars rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, no matter where you listen to the podcast. If you're not following me on social media, please do. It's at the Steve Freeman on all social media platforms. If you follow me, I'm most, I'm on Instagram the most. So if you follow me, shoot me a DM, let you know that that you followed me so that I can follow you back. And also become a member of my inner circle. 
go to thestevefreeman.com, put your email address in, and you are good to go. And until February 1st, if you would like to take my Artist Development Masterclass, it is free until February 1st. It's almost kind of a little promotions thing. Somebody thought very hard about that. Free till February 1st. The Artist Development Masterclass. Go to thestevefreeman.com and you can sign up right there. You can also get there from any of my profiles on social media. Guys, until next time, keep being creative. Keep pressing the boundaries. And there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Freeman Podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Steve on social media at, at the Steve Freeman. 